welcome back to another episode of the Real Tea Talks. I am so excited today because of the fact that there are so many, and when I say so many, I mean so many things going on. It's almost like, what is this? What is life right now? But what I can say is life is what you make it. If you make it awesome, it will be awesome. If you make it to feel sucky, it will feel sucky. So how you start your day should be how you end your day. Energized, excited about today, excited about what you've done. And if you're not feeling that way, you have to change something. And that something in real estate might even mean your mortgage broker. Yes, I said it, your mortgage broker. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about the importance and the how, the how to find the right mortgage lender. When people are searching for lenders, they fail to realize that this can be their make or break of their deal. Now, I want you to stay till the end of this episode because I want you to be able to take away the key things that I'm going to talk about. And those three key things are number one, when finding the right mortgage lender, comparing interest rates and fees are both equally important, not one or the other or vice versa. They are both equally important and no two lenders are the same. Okay. Takeaway number two, I want you to go away with is knowing that you should have a stable means of income or ability to repay a mortgage home loan. Make sure your income is enough to affordably service your debt every single month so that you're not in a negative cash flow position if you're just starting out. If your wealth building strategy is different and it evolves over time to where you can actually take less cash because you're not focused on income, but you're focused on appreciation, that's a whole separate strategy and wealth building plan. But for the most part, in general, for a lot of you just starting out, you need to be able to service your debt. Now, what does service your debt mean? We're going to talk about that, but it basically means be able to repay the loan that you take out on a consistent monthly basis. And to do that, you need income. You need cash flow. Number three takeaway is that some fees might actually be associated with a mortgage loan, which may be hidden at the time of your application. Ask about all of them up front so there are no hidden surprises at the closing table. Like what would suck more? You being able to not close the deal or when you're just thinking you're about to close, you get hit with a surprise new bill. And that bill is not a hundred dollars. That bill is not a thousand dollars, but could be a couple thousand, if not a few thousand dollars because of this or that miscellaneous type fees, closing costs you didn't foresee, meaning closing costs from the lender, as well as closing costs from the escrow and title from the transactional costs. So you want to have full disclosure upfront so you know what you're getting yourself into. Okay, that is super, super important. So those are the three key takeaways that we're going to talk. Now let's get into it. Now let's just be serious. Unless you have a lot of money to finance all of your needs, everything that you want to consume, right? A home mortgage loan is the best alternative actually available for significant personal financing as a consumer, as a retail buyer in the market to buy a home whether it be from buying a house or a car to financing your children's education or starting long-term investments. A mortgage literally, literally can be that catalyst to achieving your dreams, right? It doesn't have to mean that paying all cash means cash liquid cash 
capital in your domestic or international bank account, right? No, that's not what it means. A mortgage can be the catalyst so that instead of you having to save up that hundred thousand to pay all cash, you can get that property now by using, let's say, twenty to thirty thousand that you have saved and using leverage in the form of a mortgage to be able to buy it now versus later. Okay. Now, before even thinking about a mortgage, that might be the game plan. That might be the strategy. Get a mortgage to leverage that financing to get a home. And the home might be the goal. But before even getting that far, you do need to think about and also execute a strategy so that you have good credit, whether that means going to credit repair or doing it yourself, which I don't advise, but it is an option, right? Which it typically means that you're going to have to put in that sweat equity or hire someone to do it for you to achieve a FICO score, ideally that you want to have of 700 or higher. Now, a lot of experts or credit builders might say you want to have a 710 or higher, 720 or higher, really over 740 or higher, the rates are usually going to be the same, right? So all of the hype around credit building and credit score, once you get a 740 plus FICO, your interest rates are not drastically affected. Like if you have a 680 versus a 740, right? So that's the difference. Now, you have to be a responsible borrower and not in any type of financial crisis in order to have a 700 plus FICO score. So building a good credit history automatically puts you in the game for the real task of acquiring, actually acquiring, meaning to buy a property by using the services of a reputable mortgage lender who is actually knowledgeable about various lending programs, not just one. And that includes creative financing options, for example, that will be best suited to your needs and your budget, not just categorizing you or, you know, color profiling you or any of those type of things to fit you in the box. No, no, you don't want that type of lender, right? That can be an ultimate deal breaker. So finding the right mortgage lender is more than just securing the lowest interest rate, right? It requires some critical factors to be at play, some of which I have experienced myself and others I've seen many, many different clients, investor buyers, as well as landlord buyers, as as well as retail buyers have to go through. And we walk them through this process so that they're just not the typical homeowners, but they're educating yourself like I would inform and advise that you do throughout that process. So number one thing you want to do is study the mortgage market. Learning how the mortgage market actually works will make it easier, so much easier to find and secure the right lender that you need to fuel your dreams of buying that home for your family and or for yourself. Okay, so a close study of like lending companies that are available in your area or your market should really include reviewing their interest rate sheets, right? Or they're just called rate sheets, reviewing their full disclosure of estimated closing fees and really knowing the additional loan details like your cash to close requirement, right? Your interest rate, meaning how much money also for cash to close, you're gonna have to wire to that escrow in order to get that loan to fund and ultimately close your monthly payment structure, right? You need to know these things. You need to know how much is your estimated monthly mortgage amount and the structure of your loan. Is it interest only, right? Or are your escrow and taxes impounded into that loan? Meaning it's P-I-T-I, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, all included in your one mortgage payment that you pay one person, meaning that one lender every single month? Or are you only paying 
principal and interest, a PI loan, meaning that you have to actually have and pay separately your property taxes, as well as your insurance outside of also paying your monthly mortgage to your lender each month. Okay, so you also want to know things like, for example, the loan amount, the loan type, which is also extremely important and two different things. This means you want to know if you're applying for a FHA uh, government backed loan, a conventional loan, a jumbo loan, a private loan, a portfolio loan or even a USDA loan, just to name a few of the most common. Those are all different types of loans, but you wouldn't know that if you don't study the mortgage market to know what type of lending programs are available for different types of buyers. Right. So the mortgage company, whichever one you're researching and you feel ultimately most comfortable with, should be able to help you understand all of these different lending programs, their guidelines, the critical components for shopping to a home loan, educating you throughout that process from the initial onset of your process and application all the way through the very end when you're ready to have that loan to fund and close. Right. Once you have chosen a lender, then what's next, right? You're like, okay, I got it. I studied the market. I found a lender. The lender educated me on the process and the different lending programs. Now what, right? I'm ready to submit my application for a home mortgage loan. Now the lender should be the one to take it from there to really like shop rates and terms and types and programs while you focus your efforts on the search of the actual property, right? That's the fun stuff, but you can't get to the fun stuff without the tough stuff, <laughs> right? You have to be able to go through kind of that toughness in order to get to your goals and dreams in life, right? To realize that in life, to realize that in real estate, it's all a process. Success is definitely a strategy, right? Success is a process. It's a system. It is not a, you know, fluke type of thing. Okay. Number two, number two, you have to hire a mortgage broker. Let me correct myself. You don't have to, right? There's always the DIY method, which is totally fine for some people looking and able to have that luxury of time to put in that sweat equity, right? But for me, no, I want to hire a mortgage broker so that I can focus my efforts on the fun stuff, on the more strategic stuff. While they focus and stay in their lane, I want to stay in my lane, which is the other stuff, right? Are you enjoying this show so far? I sure hope so. Please like, share, subscribe to the channel and feel free to leave me a message down below. Mortgage brokers can really speed up your mortgage application because of their relationships with the banks and different lenders and really get you access to loan programs you otherwise may have never known existed if you're not leveraging that relationship. Okay, real estate is relationships. You may have heard that before, but it is definitely, definitely true. So the steps involved in finding the right mortgage lender can really be scary to some people. So many home buyers will forego that search and process altogether. But like Thomas Edison once said, I still remember it to this day after seeing this poster of him and his quote plastered on my second grade teacher's wall for Miss Gia Marshall. It said, opportunity is often missed because it's dressed in overalls and looks like hard work. Now that is actually to this day, legitly one of my favorite quotes because it holds true, right? Whether being applied to home buying, loan shopping, parenthood, business, or just life in general. In fact, many mortgage lenders out there may not be the right fit for your vision, but they have to know that vision in order to help you execute it, right? To help you accomplish it. That doesn't mean you shrink the vision. That means you expand your search and cast your net wider until you do find a lender who can see your vision for the home you want to live in and then enhance that vision and then help you make that vision to come true for you and your family, not fit you and confine you into a 
box. I hate that. I hate that. So don't allow that part to happen because it shrinks your vision. It shrinks the excitement, which is not what you're hiring them to do, right? So get what you pay for. And since many lenders vary from one to another, really hiring a knowledgeable mortgage broker can save you so many sleepless nights and stress, not the good kind of stress, okay? The bad kind of stress. So that good mortgage broker is definitely worth their weight in gold if you go about doing it right and put in the initial upfront work and sweat equity to do your own research. And then from that research, find a good fit and share your vision with them and make it clear, okay? So some mortgage brokers may charge a substantial amount compared to other mortgage brokers, but definitely do the hard work, the quote unquote hard work, okay, of reviewing your options, getting recommendations even, and analyzing each mortgage broker's loan programs to identify the best one to suit your needs and leveraging, really leveraging that experience and relationship component of the real estate professionals that you're employing to help you in your process in achieving that dream and fulfilling that vision. Now, you also do want to be aware that some might charge a fee and that's okay because others might request a commission, which you must pay at the closing. Each fee structure can vary from lender to lender, but it's important that you know it, not just trying to find the freebies, right? Now, I know the saying, the best things in life are free. Now, to each their own if they believe that. But like I said before, a good mortgage broker is absolutely in real estate worth their weight in gold to you. So don't just take the free or cheap option. Now, all you have to do is literally pick up a phone and talk to this person, talk to multiples of these people that are reputable brokers with many years of proven experience. And they will actually know that it is their duty to provide proper disclosure to you regarding any and all fees involved in getting a mortgage loan. Like you shouldn't have to ask and definitely shouldn't have to beg for it, right? At the end of the day, if you have a mentor or a coach, if you have business colleagues or other investor friends and family, they are actually a great first stop, right? And may be able to be your only stop you'll need to make recommendations, immediate recommendations, so that you don't have to look any further, right? They might have that bucket list and you get to just choose from that bucket list versus just relying on Google right? Or your own inexperienced intuition in regards to what you're actually looking for. Okay. Now, number three and last, but definitely not least, I would say ask questions, right? There's no stupid question. Well, uh, again, maybe there might be, but in terms of getting access to information, the way you do that and the way you learn is actually by asking questions, not remaining mute, right? Perhaps you finally found that lender and then you're like, shoot, what's next? What do I do now, right? What's that next step on my to-do list? Starting applications? No, don't guess, don't wing it. Ask questions. Just because you got lots of recommendations still doesn't mean you can't get it wrong. So ask the lender questions like, for example, you can ask questions like how many banks are you currently approved with? Or how long will it take to review and process my application? Or what will the bank actually require when I begin my application process? How long does that process take? How long of an interest rate lock 
do they recommend? What will be my estimated cash to close requirement, right? How long will it take this loan to fund? What documentation do I need to have and be prepared to provide and how frequently in order to get this done? Do they accept gift funds? All of these questions, right? You need to be able to ask so that you can understand what's involved so you can be prepared. Now, even if let's say you're working with a mortgage broker and even a realtor who possibly may have referred you to that mortgage broker, make sure you ask questions and be sure to get satisfying answers directly and even yourself before making a definitive decision on who you'll go with. Like just as easily as a good mortgage broker can make deals happen, they can just as easily cause deals to fall apart and you to lose a lot of sleepless nights and money at your expense for the incompetence of a bad mortgage broker. So you don't want that to happen. Like I definitely have a friend as well as client and colleague who had this situation where she went with a recommendation from her realtor with a mortgage broker. And the first mortgage broker she went to, she was like, okay, this is the person I'm going to submit my application. And midway through that application process, the lender kept on making requests for required documentation to the mortgage broker. And the mortgage broker was not communicating for like two weeks. And my friend slash client was like, what's going on? But never asked the question, right? That was just the question in her mind, but never was articulated to her realtor, never was articulated to the mortgage broker. And thus it caused her to lose out on a property that she submitted an offer in because of failed financing. Now, why did this fail? It's because the mortgage broker conveniently decided to go on vacation midway through the application process and not let his client know, which was my friend and my client, right? Like that sucks. She lost that deal on that property because she couldn't get her financing pushed through in time in order to get her loan to fund in time in order to close on that property that she absolutely loved. And it gets worse, right? That wasn't it. That was the first part of that process. And after that process happened, that's when she went to another mortgage broker and the same type of thing happened. So it sucked. So finally, she goes to another mortgage broker. And now this is the third one, three out of three. And she's like hanging her hat on. Yes, this has to work. This has to go through. And lo and behold, it did. It did. So last but not least, the third strikeout right before she gave up on home buying altogether, the third mortgage broker she finally went to was a woman who held her hand throughout the entire process, educated her after she had to be re-educated on how the process actually goes, the timelines that are actually important and the lending programs that she actually qualified for. So moral of that story is definitely do your own due diligence, ask your own questions, stay involved in your own process, even if you are leaning on and relying on the expertise of the other professionals that you have involved in your journey to fulfill that vision that you have of buying your family or yourself that first or next home. So again, it's very, very incumbent upon you to ask questions. And there's no such thing as the right questions, but there definitely is a such thing as good questions, right? So you want to make sure that you ask them that. Now, other important factors that will also like facilitate that type of success in the lending process to help you navigate it better for borrowing are learning the lingo of the mortgage industry. That's 
important for sure. Also, another thing is improving your credit score. If you have less than a 740 FICO or even especially less than a 700 FICO, you definitely want to go through some type of credit repair. I don't recommend the DIY method, but hey, if you're strapped for cash and you just can't come up with anywhere from the 49 to 99 or $199 that usually those credit repair programs charge on a monthly recurring basis until you cancel, then that might be your only best bet. Now, monitor your credit also by pulling an updated one at least every three months. A good source for this would be myfico.com. That is the real FICO score the mortgage lenders are looking at and basing their lending decisions based on. The others that are free or very low to no cost, such as Credit Karma, things like that, ScoreSense, those are kind of artificial scores. They are not the real score that mortgage lenders are looking at. So I do recommend and have no affiliation otherwise with myfico.com. Another is saving for a down payment. Now, even if there's 0% down financing lending programs, like with the USDA loan programs that you're going for, I still recommend that you have some type of savings. Your goal can be at least 10,000, but again, that might sound like a huge stretch for most people. So I would say somewhere land between the $3,000 and $6,000 mark, depending on the market that you're trying to buy in. And lastly, but definitely not least, and definitely not the last, is having a stable, verifiable monthly income so you can be lendable when it comes time to submit that application, go through the verification process, and ultimately receive your final interest rate and all of your loan terms associated with the mortgage you're trying to obtain. That would include anywhere from two months of most recent bank statement, tax returns, W-2s and pay stubs. If you're self-employed, that would mean your profit and loss statement. Those are very important that you have and have easily accessible and readily available when asked to provide them. Now, as a prospective home buyer, too, a very important step in the home buying process is getting pre-qualified for that mortgage. Now, why is that important? Well, this will give you an idea of basically the price range that you can afford so that you can property search with a team or on your own or with a realtor according to basically the amount of a loan that you can qualify to receive. You can get one in one of the homes that matches what you want or connect with the licensed agent, like I mentioned, who can go out and find the best deal on a home that is right for you. Okay. Another reason why this is important and getting pre-qualified because it will require that you actually provide a lender with some basic information on things like your income, your assets, and other debts that you currently service on a monthly recurring basis, because that affects your debt to income ratio, which affects their lending decision. Now we can also arrange for buyers to have this done at no cost to them is what we do for first time home buyers, especially. And you may qualify to be a first time home buyer, even if you've purchased the home before, as long as it hasn't been less than 10 years. So again, asking the right questions and finding the right mortgage broker who can find those type of specialized programs for you at no additional cost would again be of great benefit to you. Now, another benefit in getting pre-qualified is that it is an expression of your seriousness in purchasing a home, which may be the deciding factor in a situation of like competing offers or buyer bidding, right? From not not only other qualified buyers on a home that you really, really like and want, but also just in regards to those different type of lending programs, because they can be specific to where that property has to be located in order to qualify for the program, such as with the USDA program, which is for rural areas for homes being bought and or built. 
So if you want to learn more about securing a mortgage for your first or next real estate purchase, stick around for more exciting news and topics, for more exciting episodes in regards to mortgage lending or financing your first or next purchase. In the meantime, for more information and access to programs to help kickstart your journey to home ownership or investing in properties the right way, you definitely want to reach out to our team, take the next steps towards finding your home, getting pre-qualified for a home mortgage loan, or just getting some options that may be available to you through creative financing options that a mortgage broker may not even tell you about or that you've never even heard about. All of these things are possible. You just have to take that first or next step in the right direction towards asking questions, reaching out for mentorship and or guidance and or hiring the right professionals to help leverage their relationships and their network and knowledge and expertise. I wish you guys nothing but the best of success on your road to real estate investing and or purchasing. And if you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out and look forward to listening to the next episode. Until next time, be awesome. And more importantly, be inspired and be productive.